Welcome to the Plan Vision Podcast, where we share simple, straightforward investment and planning ideas for normal people. The description in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Do not construe this as personal tax, financial, or legal advice for your situation. Hello, this is Mark Sorrell with Plan Vision. Many of my clients work with Plan Vision specifically to have us help them plan for their future. And this involves eMoney, which is a program I really enjoy working with my clients on. We all do here. I think it does a wonderful job of getting close or somewhat close to the extent that we can in replicating what might actually happen to your financial situation. That's because we have variability with the rates of return that we can use and different expenses. We can try to replicate um, transactions that might actually happen in your real life. We can change savings rate. We can change expense rates. We can model conversion scenarios, uh, different punching scenarios, a lot of stuff we can do. So a lot of us hire plan vision just to do a plan for them. Uh, many people hire us to help them with their investments. We end up doing a plan for them anyway, but it's really a core part of our work. We do a lot of these. And so, uh, you know, I, I've got a kind of a, a way that I think about these as I work with my clients. And I want to talk a little bit for a certain class of my clients about the fact that you really need to be careful about the results that we're, they're reaching. So first of all, I want to categorize people into a few different categories. First of all, I do plans for the, there's no way your plan is going to fail people. It, an asteroid is going to have to hit earth for your plan to not work. And you shouldn't be worrying about your financial plan. You should be worrying about your health or relationships or anything else. But your financial plan is lock, is just a lock. Um, and then but right below that are the really good plans. Now, these plans are, are just solid anyway. There might be a slight risk of something happening. Maybe a, um, you know, just some sort of an a, a extended long-term care event or a family situation or extended unemployment, but man, these plans are really good too. I drop it down to the next level, which are the solid plans, good path. These, you know, this individual, these people are, are likely going to have a good retirement. Maybe not exactly when they want to, but, but the plan looks pretty good. Many of my clients fall within this category. Then there's some that have some work to do. And this is somewhat, you know, this is a pretty easy conclusion to reach for us and for the clients as we go through them. Then there's some other folks that are just in different areas, I guess I would put them. But I wanted to talk about not the first two that I mentioned, or even the last one, those with the solid plans. They look pretty good. And I'm even confident as I go over them with my clients. But I want to mention something, or I think it's important to reinforce the importance that this is just a plan. This plan can change tomorrow. It can change ne next week. It can change at any time. Life happens. Um, or the assumptions in the plan, even though we tend to use cautious assumptions, may not happen. And I want to go through some of the risks that I see some of these solid plans have. First of all, there is a lot of guesswork. I shouldn't say a lot. There's some guesswork that goes into this. We don't know necessarily what's going to happen with your career, if you're going to want to continue to do the same thing that you want to do. We don't know if the retirement date that you picked is going to be what you want it to be. It could change. You may end up wanting to work longer or something unfortunately may happen or you have to leave work sooner or you simply want to leave work sooner. Not sure how your expenses may unfold for you. Maybe your plan would be more risky if you underestimated your expenses, but 
but something may come up with family or your health that may challenge your plan. Longevity, we typically use 90 for most of our clients, but if you do live longer than that and you spend more money, that could be a risk. So there's a lot of guesswork that goes into these plans that just may not materialize. Our rates of return, we use 5 and 3%, sometimes 4%, sometimes other uh, percents for our clients, but we don't know what the markets are going to deliver. Which brings me to the second point, and that is the rate of return that we use. And as I mentioned, I talk with all of our clients about this, we like to use very cautious rates of return and not use higher numbers so that people don't get a false sense about what their portfolios may become. In addition to the fact that in this kind of a program, if we're not going to be doing Monte Carlo simulation, we're just using an annual fixed rate of return of 5%, even though that's modest, that is not how the markets work. You may average five, five and a half, six percent rate of return, but nobody gets that. The markets vary from year to year. And where you could be vulnerable is if the markets go down at a period of time that's important to you. When you're in retirement, close to retirement, you just retired, and you see your portfolio go, go down dramatically. Now, you may be able to recover from that. You may not be affected all, all that much by the numbers, but it may affect how you behave, which would in many ways be quite disappointing. And I've heard my clients say this thing to me, well, Mark, you know, I'm okay being kind of aggressive. You know, I want to be 70, 30 or something in retirement. And if we have a few bad years in the markets, well, we can just, you know, ease things back a little bit. Now, my comment back to them, is that really what you want to do? That year when you were 58 and 59 or 62 and 64 or 63, do you want to not do things those years because the markets didn't cooperate? So making decisions or, or aspirations based upon Rates of return, even if you're using modest ones, uh, can ultimately lead to dissatisfaction if the markets simply don't cooperate with that. Expenses is another one. Uh, now, again, I, generally speaking with most of our clients, I think we use conservative uh, numbers for expenses. But if your expenses are simply off or they unexpectedly, well, if they're off, but if they, if, if for the reason is that they just come in high due to things that you could not have possibly projected, that's clearly going to impact your plan. Um, and it has a side note, what is interesting over the years, um, many of the people that I work with, as they begin to get closer and closer to retirement, I'm gonna do a separate discussion on this one at some point, don't really have a good idea what their expenses are. And I, for those that really wanna be tight about understanding their retirement, knowing your expenses really well down to 500 or $1,000 or $2,000 a year, is a very wise thing to do. Now, for those that I do projections with, and this, and the, well, the plans are really good, but people in their 20s, but more importantly, in their 30s and 40s, a big reason why your plan ain't going to work, even if it looks fantastic at that age, is because you end up not saving as much as you thought you were going to save. Most of the people that are in the categories of the no way it's going to fail or their plan is just incredibly good anyway, were people that saved throughout their career. They had regular and consistent savings patterns. And for those that are in their 30s, maybe early 40s, the plan can look really good, but the single biggest column is always going to be that savings amount. And if for some reason something happens to you personally or in your career in which you can't save, and this absolutely happens to people, that's going to damage your plan significantly. Life event, career event, whatever, whatever it happens to be. You're just changing your attitude. Then this can change your plan a lot.
So that savings column, that's got to stick in there. That's the one thing for the younger folks that are saving for their future. They want to stay the same. My personal situation, my gosh, when I formed my own business, I stopped saving for years. In fact, I had to live off of assets. It was horribly damaging from a financial planning perspective. So I have an entirely new plan. If I had done a plan years ago, might as well forget about whatever that was. And then finally, and I guess this is just an all-encompassing one, is that life happens. Something happens with the children. Something happens with the parents. Divorce. People go through that. Um, personal events. You wake up one day or maybe over the course of time and realize, whatever it is that I'm doing, I no longer want to do. I got to get out of this. Decide to make a career change. Three, four years down the road, didn't quite work out. You're stuck. Put money in a business. Didn't work out. Failed. They needed more money. And eight or nine, 10 years later, you got an entirely new plan. That does happen to people. So the plan may look good and it may look rock solid for some people or even pretty good for many, but you really got to be careful about taking it for what it's worth. Um, these plans can change due to events in your control and out of your control. Try to stick with what you can, but um, you know, understand, don't be naive that it may not materialize in at least the way the numbers show. Thank you for listening to the Plan Vision Podcast. Let us know if you have any questions or comments on the topics covered.